Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, honey. Hi, Katie. You're right. I'm really good. How are you? You don't care about that. You've already told me you don't care when you ask that question. But no. I'm fine, thank you. I'm time, it's time for me to change my ways. Yes, it is. Well, I'm glad you finally realised that it was a nonsense when you did that. As this podcast reaches episode 10, mm-hmm. I feel like I've just matured. <laughs> I've grown into a butterfly, Katie. <laughs> I was a little worm yeah. and now I'm a butterfly. Caterpillar. Shut up. Maybe we'll do butterflies in the future episodes. Maybe. This is Be More Cleverer. I am Jack and that is Katie. Hello. Hello. We're continuing our mission to... (laughs) Have I thrown you, dear? You have. We're continuing our mission to become cleverer. I mean, that's the title. So we've done that. We're 10 episodes deep into learning things about stuff that's happened, that could be happening. And that's happening right (laughs) now. No, stuff that's happened. Stuff that's happened. Not what could be happening. Don't make it up. That would be nonsense. Nonsense. And this is what happened last week. Next time, you'll be telling me, Mm -hmm. and everyone listening, all about the 1969 Apollo 11 moon landing. Oh, yeah. Huh. The moon landing. Katie, we have a problem. Jack, I am going to... (laughs) Get on, Dan. This is one small step for Katie and one giant leap for Katie's... What? Something. Yes, so we decided that I was going to learn all about the moon landing that took place in 1969, which you knew. I didn't even know that much. Do you know what? I'm going to begin. <laughs> I wasn't my... sure of it. I knew it was in the 60s. I just thought it was, to pull that one out, it was actually a really good, a stroke of genius. Pat myself on the back because that's a good topic. <laughs> Do you like that? That was embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. I've got a great back. Continue. Okay, so you gave me the task of uh, learning all about the moon landing, which I didn't really know a thing about. But, by golly, I am really into it now. I say this every time I go off and learn about it, don't I? But actually, for the first time ever, Katie, I believed it. Really? Yeah. Do you think I was being insincere the other times? You kind of strutted in here like you'd... I feel like I skipped over. You did. <laughs> notes in hand. Like, should you, we begin? You had printed out <laughs> notes. I can't believe it. It's like a lecture. I used a printer. Okay, shall we uh, get on with it then? Crack on. Let's let's take flight. Let's launch the mission. I'm only going to do this once. So, Katie, begin the facts. Okay, so the moon smells like gunpowder, apparently. Used oh, wow. gunpowder. Not cheese. No, not cheese. 
That's cool. That's cool. This is a cool fact for I you. Didn't, I'm, I'm actually taken aback. Oh, I wasn't you know, expecting... I, I bet you're now going to go to like... Because you, you really want new fragrance, don't you? I can mm. imagine you going to like, I want to smell like the moon. Or not, I want to smell like the moon. Can I you don't uh, make like me that. a fragrance Stop doing that, that smells like used gunpowder and wet ash? Because I want to smell out of this world, I do. Okay, next fact. Uh, you'll love this. Wish I sounded that well. The first drink consumed on the moon, guess what it was? Coca-Cola. Vino. Vino? V- wine. Vine. Vine. <laughs> vine, it is vine. <laughs> is it what, red or white? Uh, I presume red because... Presume? Why? No, no, no. I actually do think it was red. It was because Buzz Aldrin, who we will get to in a second, was religious, uh, he was a Christian, and he took a little communion on the moon without NASA knowing. He didn't tell them. Oh, my... He wow. also read some of the Gospel of John. So, yeah, it was like a religious thing. It wasn't because he wanted to have, like, a massive piss-up. Crack open with the Prosecco, my darlings. We've arrived, girls! <laughs> Imagine. Uh, so, yeah, wine on the moon. I kept it a secret. People didn't find out until a couple of years later. So there you go. Wow. Right. Should we talk about the actual mission? Absolutely. Okay. So with this, I mean, there's obviously the whole com- conspiracy behind the moon landing. Mm. I'm going to say here and now, I'm actually not going to talk about that. Good. Because I started to research into it, and there is a lot of stuff about it. But Don't the, give them the satisfaction, my well, girl. The long and short of it is that it did happen, and there's a lot to say about what actually did happen. So we're going to talk about the actual mission that did happen. Good. Conspiracy, whatever. I believe it happened. I I'm obsessed it with it. So the background, a lot of this research came from NASA, by the way. So it all Good. should be correct. <laughs> so the objective of Apollo 11, which was the mission that took place in 1969, uh, one of them, it turns out there are a few. I was going to say... What what happened to Apollo's 1 to 10? Well, just you wait, dear. We'll Ooh. get to that. The objective of Apollo 11 was to complete basically a goal that was set by President John F. Kennedy, JFK, back in the early 60s. He wanted a crude lunar landing to be performed and then return back to Earth successfully. It's insane when you think about it. You can imagine how mad that seemed. Mm. But he was, of course, assassinated. And that was in 1963. He was assassinated in 1963? Yeah, so a couple of years after he said this, and uh, this mission didn't happen until six years later. Yeah. So it's very sad. He obviously didn't get to see all this happen. So the Apollo program was basically the collective name for manned and unmanned space missions by NASA between 1961 and 75. So there were a lot of attempts and practices during that time. So Apollo 11 is what we're going to be talking about today. And it launched on July the 16th, 1969. Remember that date, fans? And it was carrying Commander Neil Armstrong, mm-hmm. uh, Command Module Pilot Michael Collins, the oft-forgotten-about Michael yes. Collins. didn't even know he was one. Sorry, Michael. I know, it's sad, isn't it? Not to be confused with Michelle Collins. Definitely not. <laughs> Cindy. <laughs> Cindy. Um, and Lunar Module Pilot... Edwin Aldrin, also known as Buzz Aldrin. Mm. For this, I'm actually going to call them by their first names because I feel so familiar with them because I've looked into this so much. I feel I feel that's okay. I, feel that's I think that's fine, isn't it? It's don't mean to be disrespectful. So the objective of this particular mission was to land and have a walk around the moon. That was, uh, so, that was it? That was all they... No, no, no. But that was the main one. And so other Apollo missions were to orbit the moon and basically practice for Apollo 11. So, like, Apollo 10, for example, that was literally, like, a practice to do a bit more research, you know. a dress rehearsal in a play. Exactly. So they had a few other objectives, including deployment of television camera to transmit signals to Earth, as we kind of know. 
Again, crazy. I know, insane. Deployment of a solar wind composition experiment and a seismic experiment package and a laser-ranging retro-reflector. It sounds and... like Generation Game prizes. <laughs> I, I mean, I... A solar package. I know. And on behalf of all research fans, I really tried to find out what a laser-ranging retro-reflector was. But... I mean, I spent so long trying to find out and I'm still not sure and it was besides the point. So we'll move on from that. And so during, another thing they had to do was gather lunar surface materials to be returned to us. So basically get bits of the moon. Mm. Might as well. Yeah, while well, well, you're there. <laughs> you made the journey. And they also had to deploy scientific equipment and take some pictures and do some films Imagine and stuff. Imagine you got up there and, didn't, and then didn't. Got forgot, forgot to take the pictures. Did or t- if you developed Imagine. them. Imagine. You developed them and they were all ruined. Oh, no, I hung up the Polaroids, but I forgot to collect them. They're still there. Imagine. We continue. So the, this, is gonna, this is basically to explain some of the words that I'm going to use in the next bit. The Apollo 11 mission had three bits of spacecraft. This is going to be less boring in a second. It's just going like, to make sense. Sure. Uh, so Columbia, which was the service module, which is where Michael Collins mainly was Michael. You know Mike. Hello, Michael. So Hello, he was Michael. in a separate bit. He was in that bit at a certain point. Like most the way that they were all in in, in the same bit. And then the lunar module, which was called Eagle, hmm. which will ring maybe ring some bells. So whilst Neil and Buzz <laughs> actually kind of feels weird using their first names. But I'm gonna continue. Whilst Neil and Buzz uh, descended to the moon in Eagle, uh, Michael <sighs> relay, remained I'm getting there, dear, remained in Colombia. And for 28 hours, he was alone in in Colombia as a communications link between them and Earth. Uh, He also took some pics, might as well. And yeah, so that's that's what was going on there. He was in Colombia and then they popped off in Eagle. So we're going to skip to the actual bit. Yes. Yes, yes. So on July the 20th, Bear in mind that it launched on this July the 16th, so four days later. Neil and Buzz made a little made a final check uh, that everything was good to go. And at 100 hours and 12 minutes into the flight... It's weird calling it a flight, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you want some peanuts, madam? Yeah. <laughs> Chicken or veg? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they made a check at 100, and, 100 hours and 12 minutes into the flight. And then the Eagle, which had Buzz and Neil in it, undocked and separated from Columbia. So the whole 100 hours thing seems to be how NASA counts time, by the way. Should mention that. It's kind of annoying. It is a bit annoying, isn't it? But it's like kind of makes sense at the same time. Because they don't really have, because you can't really say days, because days are different in the yeah, moon. Yeah, true. I think. Yeah? Surely true. that must be why. Yeah. yeah. So at 102 hours and 33 minutes, powered descent initiation was performed. So the, and the engine was fired for 756 seconds, numbers fans. And so after eight minutes, it was at Highgate. Not Highgate, not North London. Basically, Highgate means the beginning of the approach to the bit in a landing path. Mm. You, are you ready? Yep. I feel like we're, we're about to descend. So we're going to get to the really good bit now. So it was mainly piloted by Neil Armstrong. Mm-hmm. The Eagle landed yes! in the Sea of Tranquility 
at site two. I don't know who decided who which bits of the moon were what, but that's apparently what it yeah. was. The Sea of Tranquility. The Sea um, of Tranquility. So they it landed. This was about four miles down from the predicted point that they would touch the moon and occurred about one and a half minutes earlier than scheduled. Oh, no. Woo. Oh, drama. They've made good time. That was an easy jet flight. I know. I'd, I'd probably write a... I fill in one of those questionnaires and so, give them very good. above average service. Very good. Uh, so that was the really tense bit, like waiting for it to land. Like, imagine being those people. That was obviously the mega tense bit. And numbers slash times of history fans. Um, Step fans. At 4.18pm on July the 20th, 1969, this happened. Listen, uh... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. So, Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, even like that gave me chills. I know, right? So yeah, that went to NASA's Mission Control in Houston. 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 Um, so Houston, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. So that was the Eagle. When people say things like the Eagle has landed, that's what they mean. It wasn't just a random thing. That was it. No, there, there wasn't an actual bird involved. So four hours after it landed, mm. keeping track of times here, dear, yeah. Neil Armstrong emerged from the Eagle. What were they doing in there? Uh, who knows? There's a lot of time. There's a lot of gaps. Four hours later, uh, Neil Armstrong emerged from the Eagle and deployed the TV camera. Got it ready. Set it up. Wheeled it out. Uh, about 109 hours and 42 minutes into the flight. I know it's really annoying these times. He stepped onto the moon. Exciting, Yay. right? About 20 minutes later, Buzz followed him. He was just that near the door, apparently. So just hanging. Do you think he did that on purpose? Do you think he got in there and he was like, "No, you can. No, you sit down first. No, you sit down. No, you sit down." Yeah. Do you think that happened? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Knowing that. that he was going to get to be the first one. <laughs> Classic Neil. And of course, as he stepped onto the moon, uh, people watched his televised image. I haven't actually got to the bottom of how he put the 
camera out without touching the moon because mm. people watched him step onto the moon. Maybe he floated over. Maybe. I don't know. But people watched him step onto the moon and he was meant to say, that's one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. They planned it quite a lot. He forgot to say a man. So the famous line is, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I think his sounds better. It does, doesn't it? Makes I mean, we are kind used of makes to more sense. Yeah, because it's like mankind. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And then they spoke to President Nixon. So, Like, amazing how they spoke to, like, to each other on the phone. I have a problem getting signal in my house. Yeah, it was, via, it was via telephone link. So I'm not really sure how that happened, but, you know. They managed to get to the moon. They yeah. could make a phone call. So they left some stuff on the moon. Um, they left Littered. Littered they, already, did they? Awful. Uh, commemorative medallions with the names of three Apollo 1 astronauts who lost their lives um, and two cosmonauts who also died in accidents. Uh, they Medallions honouring them were left on the moon. Um, and a one and a half inch silicon disc containing micro miniaturized goodwill messages that's NASA's terminology uh, from 73 countries. The names of congressional and NASA leaders also stayed behind. I don't really know how they did that without them floating away, but they mm. did apparently. And I kind of like the idea of them. Um, imagine like if like David Cameron or someone. Just, I'm just going to scribble here, just so in case anyone finds it, they they remember me. Yeah, you know? yeah, I like the Classic. Why are the NASA ones on there? Shut up. NASA ones are fine. NASA did loads of work, but you know the con- the names of congressional leaders. I imagine that's like politics people. Yes. Like it would be yeah. like Barack now. Yeah. Barack would be on. Yeah. Okay. So in total, they spent 21 hours on the moon, two and a half hours actually on the moon, like outside of the Eagle. I'm amazed they didn't spend longer on the moon. I last. know. Seems weird, doesn't it? I spent longer on the toilet, key. I've noticed. And so, for real fact fans, Buzz Aldrin entered the Eagle 41 minutes earlier than Neil Armstrong. So, he was on there for much longer, really. He was on there for like an hour longer in total. Yeah, again, what are you doing? I know, right? So, they had a rest as part of that 21 hours, had a little sleep. Imagine yeah. that, having a little sleep on the moon. Crazy. To so just... cool. How are you? Are you floating? I don't get it. No, it's uh, no. The um, eagle had landed, the eagle had and landed it was stationary, us. and they were having a little nap in there. I should imagine. So, after they were all done, they decided to head off. They decided to head off. Oh, we had a lovely time at the moon, though, but then we yeah. thought we were done. We had we'd had a sandwich, we'd had some supper, and then we thought we'd get jettisoned away. Like spending a day at Margate or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they headed off, and they docked back in with Michael, who meanwhile has been in Colombia just orbiting the moon. He's been orbiting. Over and over. They docked back in with Colombia, so I think they're then, like, attached then. And then on July the 21st, the, the trans-Earth injection began, the eagle was jettisoned, and it's kind of remained floating about. I don't really know what happened to it. It kind mm. of just, they got rid. So the eagle had been so faithful to them, their faithful home. And they ditched it. And then just ditched, yeah, sad, right? And then it started heading home on July the 21st, when it was actually behind the moon, in its 59th hour of lunar orbit. So there you go. And then they had slept for another 10 hours. <laughs> Those guys. They haven't um, done much, have they? I know. And then during this time, they did another two more TV transmissions. Classic Tim Peake right there. Ugh. And then, I can't believe I just... Oh, Tim Peake. I know, no, I don't mean that. I didn't... don't mean that. I don't mean that. <laughs> I know. These guys wouldn't be celebrities. All they've done is go to the moon. Who do they think they are? And then re-entry procedures were initiated 
44 hours after leaving lunar orbit, uh, which is basically being around the moon. Lunar orbit sounds like an X Factor contestant. Doesn't it? Lunar orbit! It, like, or it could be a good band. Yeah. Maybe. And so they landed after a flight of 195 hours, 18 minutes and 35 seconds, which is roughly 36 minutes later than planned. <laughs> Imagine if they got pulled up on that. Yeah, do they get compensation? Do you think... Or if they got told they got, like, they lost their deposit because they got back later. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. And it splashed down in the Pacific Ocean on July the 24th, 1969. Wow. 13 miles away from the recovery ship, which was called the US Hornet, fact fans. And That's for so number- scary. It landed in the ocean. I know, but it was planned. They had... Yeah. The, the Hornet was a, a recovery ship, so it was supposed to happen. So there you go. That's the wow. moon landing. I mean, I know that was a lot of numbers and facts, but hopefully you picked up some stuff in there. I think it's important, though. I think just to grasp it, just to grasp the the insane I know feat that is landing on the moon. Insane. So to put it a little bit shorter, after three days of flight and like months and months of training and seven years after President Kennedy pledged that this was going to happen before the decade ended, Apollo 11 reached the moon and they safely landed before climbing onto the surface, and America had won the space race. So, yeah, they managed to get it done, what, five months before the year was, before the decade was out? Wow. Which was the goal. So, you know, that's kind of nice, isn't it? Mm. That they, they managed to do it. They did it within of, the swinging 60s. I know. Um, and here's another thing. As the team arrived on Earth, the, the crew were brought to Hawaii, and although they were the most famous men on Earth at the time, they were still asked to fill out a customs and declaration form at security. No, they would And apparently, in the section asking departure from, the crew had to write the moon. Ridiculous. Yeah. Classic government bureaucracy. I know. Uh, Sorry, have you got any bags to check in? So I've just been on the moon, love. So they were brought to Hawaii from the USS Hornet, and they had to fill in. Imagine that. Unbelievable, annoying. That's That's, That's so weird, isn't it? So annoying. Like, I, I, I had to read that, like, eight times to understand what that meant. So, Infuriating. Yeah. Have you got a passport? I'll no. take them to the well. nearest land. Oh, where'd you come from? The moon? <laughs> so, yeah. And you, you asked about the other Apollos earlier. Mm. Uh, and Apollo 12 took place in November that same year. Successful. They landed. They walked. Oh, who was that, though? I don't know. So, not, you didn't ask me about that, did you? Fair point. Fair point. only so much that I can take in this tiny brain. Fair point. Apollo 13 failed because an oxygen tank exploded... So Apollo 13, isn't that the film, right? Unlucky for some. Is that where it came from? No. <laughs> Is it? No. No. It's Surely older than not. that. Surely, Surely not. I don't know. And the last Apollo was Apollo 17 in 1972. Wow. So, yeah. Um, and also, I thought I should mention Tim Peake because topical. Mm. He's on a mission called Principia, doing expeditions 46 and 47 right now. And he's basically doing science experiments and general upkeep of the International Space Station, which is always kind of floating about. In fact, I, th- I actually think the word international for the space station seems kind of weird because it's more than international, surely. It's, it's like in space. <laughs> yeah, cosmonational. Maybe you should work on that. Coined it. Becoming a thing. It's um, out in the cosmos, am I right, Katie? Is that in the universe? Literal. So, yeah, he's out there. He's doing research. In January, he did a spacewalk to replace a failed electrical box. <laughs> sure. Do you think, like, he was? He told the International Space Station that he'd turn up between eight and four? Yes. Wait in. <laughs> <I'll>... 
<laughs> any estimated time will be between. It's always like it's always like eight fifty nine and. Twenty-one fifty-nine. The worst. And he's scheduled to get back in June two thousand and sixteen. So June this year. I'd love to meet him. I'm very interested in space. Mm. (laughs) So yeah, that's space. That's mission. What's it called again? Complete. I can't even remember. (laughs) Oh, Apollo thirteen. Apollo eleven. Apollo eleven. It's done. Yay! Yay! Mission. Mission complete. Am I right, Katie? Katie, you've successfully completed your mission. Yes. Sick. Uh, We probably need to talk about what you're going to be telling me all about next time. I think so. Yeah. So, I have the wheel. Shall I spin? Can you spin the wheel? It's landed on places. Uh, What happened last time that we did places? Uh, It was the red light district. Oh, yes, it was. Lovely time. Okay, we won't go in the saucy direction then. Mm. Um, Okay, so places. Right, I'm going to give you a proper one because I gave you quite nice ones. Okay. Calling Antarctica. (laughs) That was mine. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're <laughs> taking so much in. It's not claiming it. I've got one. Yeah? I want you to tell me all about something which I think I was supposed to... Well, we were taught all about when I think I was in year three, but I didn't really listen because I was seven. Okay. Um, I wasn't interested. But now I am because I'm interested in everything because of this podcast these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like you to tell me all about the Egyptian pyramids. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. <sighs> okay, yeah, cool. Buzzing? Cool. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm really buzz ordering. Good. I'm I going think at... this is an Armstrong decision. How oh, we can't even fit a Michael Collins one in there. That's so sad. Michael. No, we can't do it. Uh, so next time you're going to tell me all about the Egyptian pyramids, and I'm really excited to right the wrongs of my primary education, <laughs> where I didn't listen to anything. Katie, I'm gonna walk like an Egyptian at this booth. So exciting! Right. Bye. That's it, Romeo done. Toodaloo. Mission aborted. <laughs> <laughs> Mission abortion. <laughs> Hi there. Have you got something that you'd like to know about? A bit of information that you think, yeah, I'd really like to know about that? Then get in touch with us at Be More Cleverer on Twitter or be more cleverer at gmail.com just to just to get in touch. Also, if you're in a situation where you've used any of these facts, please let us know. We always like your, you know, your correspondence. Until next time, space friends, goodbye. Het leukste cadeau voor de decembermaand komt van Apple en KPN. Want de iPad heeft KPN nu voor maar 379 euro. Appeltje KPN dus. Ga snel naar de KPN winkel en je hebt hem direct in huis. En dat is dan weer Appeltje Eitje. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.